This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So I am hosting the Big Shorts basketball game to attract Adam Sandler to play basketball with me. We're playing basketball. I pitch him on my movie, 18 Even Crazier Nights. Sorry, 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 sorry. This was successful. You did lure the Sandman into your basketball tournament with this method. Or you were intending to pitch him the movie when he showed up. I'm in the process of certainly of in the story. I'm in the process of putting together the game, the big what shorts you, basketball game. What and you first said I have to was, find some big shorts. What you said was, I'm hosting. You said I'm hosting, and then you said, I pitch him. That's what that's my plan for what to do in the game. At this point in the story, you I'm didn't say I was. You didn't say you were planning to pitch him. And can I tell you what I think is a crucial flaw in the plan adam wants to have the biggest shorts on the court so thank you so much for i mean kind of blows the end of my story but i adam's like, not gonna come I'm to gonna a ha- game where other people have big shorts i said first i'm gonna have to get some huge shorts my plan was like if if i can find the biggest shorts then adam will will have to come if right. i build if i build the shorts he will come i find shorts from the macy day parade for the float from the Toy Story pig when he was in his own movie called Pool Pig. And he's wearing uh, swimming shorts. Ah, those shorts? No, the, that's those are trunks. Okay, so the, yeah, again, skipping to the other story. This is this was another issue. But I get these shorts. They're huge. The, short, the basketball court has become basketball short. That's how big these shorts are. Mm-hmm. And he shows up. And he's like, these shorts, like, I kind of like having the biggest shorts, and those aren't even shorts. Okay. Those and are things. So and that really takes the wind out of your sails in terms of pitching 18 even crazier nights. Yeah. We have a guest here who makes movies, not unlike the Sandman. And Natalie's She just like, made her own movie coming out tomorrow. Can we get a taste of possibly what the movie would be? And maybe an even more powerful producer than the Sandman. We have Natalie Morales. Say hello, Natalie. Oh my God. Hello. Those are those are pretty big shorts to fill. So thank you. Guys, I've missed you. Good. I really did. Right? I missed you so much. Hey, I <laughs> and we could feel it. And we could feel Yeah. I woke up in a cold sweat. I said, Kevin text Natalie. <laughs> Is it because of all the incessant tweets you were getting begging for me to be back on the show? Is that why? You get those tweets. No, I see you're also added on those tweets. They're, they're replies to you as well. Well, then can I say this, Natalie? And what? and would you do me this kindness? We get those tweets. That's true. Mm-hmm. We do we do get those tweets. All that's a communal experience. That's us. Yeah. That's our family dinner I'm table. I'm happy to be here. I, I, I do what you know what my public wants. So I'm here. Publicist, you didn't finish the word. No, just the public. Our public. My public. People still say that, right? Mm-hmm. Natalie. Yes, hey. My public. Last time you did the show, you told a story about cum. <laughs> the, I did? The yes. famous cum story. That may not been. Was that the last time or was that the oh, time before? Oh, 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 Two times mean, ago. You mean I'm, Two com- times ago. I'm coming on you. Two yeah. times ago. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming on you. Yes, told yes, yes. the yes. famous Famous, famous story. Caruso I feel like cum it's not story. a story about cum, you guys. I feel like it's it's a story about David Caruso n- not quite knowing what he was saying. Let's just be clear, because okay, it's the one word. Be... It's the one irreplaceable word in the story. Uh, Anya, I would say. Mm. That's a name you can't. I change. can replace that. Yeah. Proper noun. What if it? What if you replace it with everywhere? Yeah. What if her name was everywhere? What if her name was in my jeans? <laughs> 
what? You know what I mean? You got to yeah. think about that. I don't yeah. know what you mean. No. If the character's name was in my jeans. Oh, oh, oh. You then when David you mean, ran you mean in. Somebody is. <laughs> I thought you meant the character's name was in your jeans, like sewn on or written on your jeans. But you're saying the character's name is in my jeans. If I was cast as the character in my jeans, I would have a signature pair of jeans where my name was sewn onto the back pocket. Right. Okay, I understand just, now. Just as just for me to inform my character. I but my, you're saying so that you're saying that David Caruso could have walked in and said, "I'm coming in my jeans." Yes. Right. Yeah. Then we got to talk to wardrobe. <laughs> then you came on the show again to apologize for telling what had been an exclusive story for our show on um, Seth Meyers' show. Yeah. yeah. In yes. your search for clout. Proprietary <laughs> then, content. Well, listen, and, it's not clout. It's you know a bigger audience. That's all. Some people on their way up the ladder will reach down and try to pull up their <laughs> friends and they'll say, That's maybe they I'm would here. say, they'd say, Seth, I have a story for you that I told on a very funny podcast mm-hmm. that everyone should check out. Yes. Uh, and I'll let them tell it. Uh, here yes. they are. <laughs> Here's what you don't know is that I did Woo! say that they just edit these things out. You guys, Dang. they Crowd edit the unimportant little details out. So I'm sorry. And our feud with Seth continues. And you'll notice he's not here. Mm. No, no, he's not. His absence is deafening. (laughs) Then you told another, came on the show again Mm -hmm. to apologize. You told another story about turning your face inside out. And it turned out that (laughs) Mm -hmm. that was a story that you'd already told on Spont. Well, we found that one on Spont, which that was very close to home. Guys, I can't Mm -hmm. remember everything I say all the time to who I say it. I'm a person of the world. I talk to people. And and so we've decided that knowing that, obviously, you can't remember anything you say or any promise you make, that instead of exclusivity, it is going to be about volume. So we're going to just have you tell 10, 15 stories <laughs> 10 to 15 later back. on. Very interesting stories. All anybody, The other thing is you do our show mm-hmm. and all anybody wants to fucking talk about after these episodes come out is Natalie's stories. And that oh, and Natalie told that funny story. The David Crusoe story was legendary. Oh, the face story. I think I heard it on spot and it was even longer there, but always down to listen to it again. And what happens is it's not our show anymore. You make it your show. So Hayes and I more than happy to take a, the back seat today. I will kick back. Let's hear some good, funny Natalie stories. And hopefully we'll sell them as NFTs at the end of the episode. Oh, guys, I didn't come prepared with like a volume of stories. Okay, we'll do something I else first. Coming While here you to think. talk to you guys. While you we think. have other stuff. Okay, we have right. a lot of stuff to do. And today. this may Sean. generate stories, actually. Yeah. I'm sure it will. You guys are very inspiring. We have a segment that we'd like to do with you. Special just for you. You're the first person to ever do it. And it's called Hollywood Handbook Calendar Girl. <laughs> oh, boy. What do you think this segment is, Natalie? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, you know, I think like a layman, someone who doesn't, you know, who isn't as good a buds with you guys as I am, might, might get the wrong idea. And they might think like, Oh, that you know, you want me to pose for a twelve-month calendar, right? Um, I don't. There are think no it's that. wrong ideas. Sure, I don't think it's that. I know you guys to be, you know, respectful men. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That is the gardener who just arrived at my house at at five twenty-three p.m. It's for no gardener. reason, um, specifically to uh, garden while I was doing this podcast. So, got to weed whack mm-hmm. the succulents. I mean, here's a story. You know, fire up the weed whacker, and those succulents are toast. And that is not what we wanted to do. The twelve month calendar thing. Kevin did p- pitch a page a day calendar shoot, which I think is well, is, just the work, all, the labor involved, and he wanted it to be. That's too much. He wanted it to be you, full full <laughs> fire person gear, and. <laughs> Posing by the truck, going down the pole at the mm-hmm. station, showing us it's not a mess hall, right? It's just a kitchen. But yeah. at any rate, he right. wanted but it to be like a firehouse kitchen, thing. Though, but yeah. yeah. I would do like a 365 calendar if it was like a flip book thing, because then the photo session would be really fast, you know? Okay. Then it would just be yeah. click, 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 and then you'd be mm-hmm. out of there. So just I guess to gift. answer, yeah, to answer my, to answer your question, what do I think that the calendar, the Hollywood Handbook calendar girl is? I, I truly don't know. I, I, I don't know what it could be. I, I would love 
Well, what's uh, uh, to honor you, actually, you gave us the idea for this segment. It wow. was inspired entirely by you. You um, sent an email that got our wheels turning at one point. And Kevin, do you oh, happen no. to have that with you? Oh, no. Yes. Okay. I'm just going to read it. I oh, said no. April 2nd of this year. Hi, Natalie. Oh, I hope no. you're doing well. Sean and Hayes would love to have you back on Hollywood Handbook. Are you free this upcoming Wednesday or Thursday at 1 or... Thursday slash Friday the following week, parentheses, the 15th and 16th at one. I can get some more dates if those don't work. Then a week later, April 9th. Hi, Natalie. Just following up uh, to see if Friday, April 23rd at one would work for you. Notice how Kevin gives himself this very dashing voice in all his emails. Hey, Natalie. Doesn't use his (laughs) real voice. (laughs) (laughs) And then Natalie... Natalie responded Friday, April 9th. Hi, Kevin. Nice to hear from you. I'm totally slammed this whole month. I'll be a little freer come May if that works for you guys. So so we just let's get a look at April. You know, Uh I think it'll be interesting. You know, that's the whole purpose of this podcast right is to provide some transparency i mean as much as it is funny come stories there's also (laughs) i think people get a real benefit and an education about the life of a hollywood mover shaker producer director actor right and and so maybe day by day we could look at april and and for the future too we could see if we can actually carve out a moment where we could have squeezed in a record Right, right, right. So, you, okay, so are you saying you want me to look through my calendar and tell you what it is I was so slammed with? For You're the, the calendar girl. You're the official calendar girl. I see. Okay, I, I can explain this to you very easily. So, uh, like you said, for us movers and shakers, the thing the thing is, um, is that we're pretty much always slammed. And sometimes people say that just as an excuse to, like, not hang out with people, you know? You I hate feel, that. I'm so busy. I'm slammed. Excuse. Right, yes, right, right. And that wasn't not. me. As you noted, that. that wasn't me. I responded very kindly to Kevin, and I and I gave him some alternate dates. Sure, they were a month later, but I I knew when I would be freer, as he said. So in the month, and here of you April, are. Yeah, here I am, mm-hmm. and it's and we're yeah. in May. Um, yeah. She really is a calendar girl. I am the movie that comes she out knows tomorrow. Exactly what month? <laughs> the movie that comes out tomorrow that you talked about. It's called mm-hmm. Plan B. It's a movie I directed. Um, and I was finishing the post on that, which meant it's a movie, that I was... Sorry, so pe- for people who don't know, this is a movie about Brad Pitt starting his production company. It's okay. it's not. It's not that at all. Um, it's pronounced... I think it's pronounced Plamb. Right, that's... Brad Pitt's production company is pronounced Plamb, and then <laughs> this movie is Plan B, which is about, you know, the birth... Con- emergency the space. birth control. The space. Okay. Um, it's a it's an R-rated teen comedy out on Hulu tomorrow. You're gonna love it. Can I say a, a real issue I have with this movie? Oh, which is oh God, please, yeah. That I've been seeing, you know, people asking questions online. People asking like, what are the chances of Plan B failing? And Who, who's asked that? Who who? I think like uh, so. It's a lot of Yahoo are, Answers users. Yeah. Oh, oh you don't you think, don't mean the movie failing? You mean the pill? Well, people are responding zero percent. Yes. And so that is that's misinforming that's causing real issues. It could could become a health crisis, actually, because people believe there's a zero percent chance of plan B failing. Yeah. And they confuse your movie with the the medication. You have to say plan B the movie, I guess, is the is the thing. I mean, you know, hashtag wise. No, don't. I mean, have some like ambition. Say turn change it to plan B the whatever you know the, the whatever it is no, no, like, not, I don't, i'm not saying i'm going to change the title i'm just saying when you talk a, about it you got to change it you know okay as a they, thing so anyway yeah. i was finishing that is movie like i was a, like i was a, editing and i was i was medicine? doing all Have the you, thing you're in post i was post on the movie i was i was finishing the edit when when kevin sent me that which was um very very tight insane schedule because the movie comes out tomorrow so finishing the edit in april is a uh, is very very tight schedule Okay, April 1st was a Thursday. Walk us through it. April 1st, as you know, of course, April Fool's. 
Mm-hmm. For a, um, yes, for a yeah. lover of comedy such as yourself, yes, I feel you like you're rem- booked. Right, right, right. I remember something bad happening around that day, socially, okay. uh, culturally in the world, and nobody felt much like April fooling anybody. Okay, which, as you know, because I'm a comedy person, much to my mm. dismay. And my sort of my take is that's when people need me the most. Let's but, see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know what, Kevin? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna open my calendar and see what I was doing April first. Um, okay, that's kind of when we, I need gonna, to step we're up. We're gonna go through through just the Thursdays and Fridays. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Ideally. so on my calendar, I have look at this: April Fool's Day and Gardner. So it would have been the same problem. Oh, and he came back. Yeah, to see and, us. and um, this is a bit of an apology was, by you him. Know, all day, all day editing on that day. Yeah. Mm. God, killing your darlings. That was a. I mean, what what did you cut that day? Like, did you lose a moment that you loved? You know, I didn't. Very honestly, I didn't lose a single moment that I loved dearly in this movie. Mm. I'm very happy about that. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Nursing your darlings. Nurse. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Feed your darlings. Do you okay. think that um, Calendar Girl is going to be like a popular segment on your show? Because this uh, moving feels forward, a little drudgy and like you know, just like ugh. we're only one but, day in. You know, I I mean, do you do you want to talk about some of the April Fool's Day pranks that you had to I didn't do sort any. of save for next any. year? I know if you let me finish the question, I was asking which ones you didn't do that you had planned on prior to the big social <laughs> problems that happened. Um, I don't remember, you know, I'm a, I'm a wing it kind of pranker. So I come up with, you know, pranks on the fly. And so I didn't plan pre-plan anything. That's not good pranks. You don't know. You've never been pranked by me. Or maybe this is one long prank. Pranks on the know. fly. Yeah. Me and, me and Clooney, we, we do this, mm. we do this thing together. We, we prank on the fly. It's our way of, you know, letting loose in this business and, um, you think if Ashton and Dax had walked into MTV and said, hey, we're going to do uh, punk and uh, we'll just figure it out as we go, that we would have some of the iconic mean moments that we have seared into the collective pop culture memory. No. Timberlake crying. There were some really mean moments on that show. I remember one of the meanest ones I can think of. I think it was Jesse Metcalf, I want to say who they were told him he was auditioning for like a big superhero role. And then they put him in this suit with like all these like motion capture balls on it. And they made him writhe around on the floor and act insane. And then they were like, you're pranked. Yeah. You're not in the movie. So horrible. The industry related ones. I also remember being unusually cruel. One uh, that I, I, I believe I'm remembering this correctly is they brought, Jennifer Love Hewitt in to meet with a writer who was like, you're going to be the star of this movie. And I think it was a little bit like her movie stardom was fading and she was about no. to transition into TV. And they start pitching this movie and the whole idea is like, it's the worst movie you've ever heard. But she the whole time is going like, okay, yeah, yeah, that, okay, that could be cool. And the, oh. and then like, she just is nice the whole time. And she walks in, they go, just kidding. There's no movie. That movie would be terrible. And she's like, oh, all right. <laughs> it's like it's so cruel it's so awful yeah that uh, one was pretty bad ugh. i think about jesse metcalf the reason i know it's him i don't know um no no diss to jesse metcalf i don't know anything else he's done except for this episode of of that but the reason i know his name and it because it's seared in my brain is every weird audition i've ever had to do i think about him I'm like oh no what if this is a prank? am i getting and jesse what if metcalf put this on youtube yeah mm-hmm yeah. He was John Tucker Must Die. Yeah, John Tucker Must Die. Don't talk oh, about. right. I never saw that movie, but I remember it. Yes. Yeah. He was John mm. Tucker in, in that movie, I'm guessing. He may have canoodled with one of the Desperate Housewives. Am I misremembering? No, you are not, <laughs> my friend. I think that's what <laughs> I vaguely ah, knew. Points, points to you, good Lane. sir. Yes. And the tip uh, of that to you, good sir, <laughs> for winning the internet this day. And to you as well. <laughs> Natalie. Reddit gold for you, my friend. Yes. Did you think of any story? Not yet. I'm sorry. You guys have no uh, story. The calendar didn't inspire any. I want to be present while I'm talking to you. Well, you just mentioned some uh, awkward auditions where you thought you may have been getting Jesse Metcalf. Can I get some of the inside details from one of these? Um, Does it matter that I've said it before? 
Where? Hayes, Hayes, I don't remember. Where don't was remember. it? Remember, you guys, you just have to think of more original questions Bigger, because smaller, people have asked same. me, "What's your worst audition?" You know, and then I have a story for it. So you just have to think of more unusual questions. Is all. But it is a good story if you just, want to hear it. Just, just do it. You but again, you, it's you not. Want it's it. not. You know it's not exclusivity it. because you're taking this stuff out all over town. Apparently, yeah, yeah. It is volume. We need to. Okay, get all right, these all right, all right. Ready on the mm-hmm. books. Yes. Are you, are you guys gonna interrupt me a bunch or just a little? Um, I have some pre-planned bits. <laughs> okay, okay. No matter what the great, what great. the story I, is, I, I'm gonna be quiet. I have one huge interruption, but it will stop you from finishing the story <laughs> <Okay>. entirely. <laughs> Okay, great. Um, all right. So early on in my career, this is 100% true. 100% true. I'm mm. not even kidding. Mm. Early on in my acting career, I was sent an audition to um, to play a, a – the character name was Prostitute Number 2. And, uh, and I think I had one line, which was uh, maybe like, ow, because she gets killed. Um, and okay. that's all all it was, right? And and so it was like at eight a.m. Ow, my life. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> Ow, I'm um, dead. <laughs> yeah. So it was like at eight a.m. and it was in Beverly Hills, and I was dressed uh, accordingly at eight a.m. and I had mm-hmm. to park very far, and so I was dressed for the part, and I walked all the way to this audition. And I waited forever, and then I got in. Is that normal? What? Which part? Did you? I mean, like you know, if they wanted you to come and read the Krampus or something. You dress all the way up like the Krampus. You have to become the Krampus. Yeah, apparently? yeah. I mean, if okay. you want the part, you got to go for it, right? You can't. All right. Look like a school marm when you're auditioning for a hooker. When Kevin's, you say you're dressed for the part, and I see Kevin's wheels turning. He's picturing like, oh yeah, big red helmet. <laughs> fireproof flak jacket he's just picturing you getting all your gear axe over the shoulder and an extinguisher for the part of a, of a prostitute to mm-hmm. kevin that is oh for kevin is, yeah, is a it's it sexuality is. kevin you yeah. know i also i also have a thing for firefighters i'm i'm with you oh hell yeah i, sh- I share I kevin share thinks that, when um, the emergency vehicles are coming that the police car is chasing the fire truck for yeah for prostitution and that that siren the police car has going is sort Mm -hmm. of like an like just like the like tongue rolling out (laughs) thing yeah yeah that's what he believes is happening he Um, told me that king of staten island is the sexiest movie he's ever seen oh man yeah which part which who it's like buscemi of course but bush bill burr the bush, uh, the, the Mars attacks. All, all the bees, all the bees. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Plan B. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I have a quick question. Was the was the reaction the first time you told the story? Are people laughing? Are they like, <laughs> oh? Are they cheering? Like, I just don't want to. Yeah. Be, what am I supposed to be doing? With my I don't want to do something inappropriate. No, you can, you know, do what you feel, Kevin. I'm not here to tell you how to react or how to. Kevin, exist, during you know? a lot of stories, will go. Yes. <laughs> If that's what Kevin wants to do, that's what Kevin wants to do. Okay, Kevin, let okay. her rip. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, Kevin go ahead. Okay, so you, you you follow me, right? I'm walking like dressed like a hooker yeah. down down I don't know Beverly Boulevard in in uh, in Beverly Hills, and Ooh. I go up to the space. They make me wait, and then I finally get let in. And I hate like, this. <laughs> so Kevin's the one interrupting, not you guys. This is a surprise. Yeah, I'm just listening respectfully, but my big yeah. interruption is still. I can't wait for your big interruption, Sean. <laughs> he doesn't Sean. usually boo. I can't wait. Um, Go ahead. I feel. I mean, I know it's not gonna be, but when you say it, I'm gonna have a big interruption wow, you for you, it, it sounds like it's gonna be like mm-hmm. poop or a fart or something. Well, I appreciate you not thinking that it's going to be that, right? Because you're a gentleman. Okay, so I'm in the waiting room, and and I'm they finally the put, bring me in. And see the guy um, Richie movie, the gentleman. <laughs> I didn't see that. No, that's Is that based your big on interruption? some of my stuff. No, no, no. You just made me think of it. Oh. Oh, you got a movie coming out. I had a movie come out last year. Did a nice little piece of business. The Gentleman. <laughs> it's about me. It was based on you? Yeah. Some oh, of the stuff okay. that I up, get up to. Okay. So um, so I, I'm in the room and and I'm like, uh, um, should I say my line like now or later? She's like, no lines. The lines got cut. 
Um, so just uh, whenever you're ready, throw yourself against the wall and <laughs> pretend um, you got um, hit by a truck and then slide down the wall and die. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and so I slammed myself against the wall in very tall uh, heels, stripper heels, and um, and then slid slid down. And as I was sliding down, I was like, you know, dying. So I was making some like I was like, oh. And she was like, no, no lines. No and lines. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I, I died, and and I was down there on the floor, and I can hear the camera zooming in on me. And and I was like, we done? And she goes, yeah, okay. So now just um, do you dance? Do you dance? Can you just dance a little salsa? And I was like uh right now and she's like yeah and i was like but there's no music and she's like uh-huh and so then i got up and i danced salsa to no music and then um and then she's like thanks and then i left um and um i walked all the way back to my car and because i was waiting for so long i had a ticket and then i didn't get the, the part. you shouldn't have danced salsa for that long i didn't get the part <laughs> so i forgot to do my interruption um well you can do it now do you want me to just keep talking and then you can here? Go ahead. I'm talking. No, I'm talking, no, I'm no. Talking, I'll I'm know talking. it's not real. I'll know me. it's not real. I'm talking. I'm coming on you. Just say <laughs> anything that you want. I was there. Okay, I'm still talking. I'm, I'm, I'm coming on you. Hey, that was me. Uh, I was there. Oh. Well, I think I changed my mind about doing a big interruption. Okay. <laughs> Eating better is easy with factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, ready to go in just two minutes. Speaking of ready to go in just two minutes, Chef Kevin is here with his new show, The Chef Kevin Factor, where he creates fresh, never-frozen meals. Now, this is different, Kevin. I just want to—I just want to establish. Mm-hmm. It's none of this like here's a like a pile of ingredients like this is the meal. The yeah, meal has the to be ready. It's not a meal. recipe. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the meal. You cook the full meal for us now, Kevin. Yeah. You don't just send us a bunch of stuff you had laying around in your cabinet. You're actually doing the cooking. And there are 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart, protein plus and keto. Which is this? It's a little bit of all of them. Okay. Okay, it shouldn't be. There are also more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. How many add-ons and what are some of them? It's one big add-on okay. and it's you on your bed. You're so tired after you eat my meal. The, ad- <laughs> the, the promise y- is the y- meal y- makes us sleepy. You've been pushing that so much. You're That's saying that you will be copy. added on to your to bed. To your bed, yeah. Your bed plus one. That's the opposite of what this is supposed to do. It's supposed to help you stay a fueled lot of these, up and I know give you a ton of energy. This they have like wrong. smoothies and things this like is that. Wrong. Reservation yeah. for two. Me walking in my bedroom. What's the second? It's you and your bed. The bed. I guess Clippy. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No, we didn't even. This is abs- This is not even up for consideration. So let's just hear what the actual meal. What was the was. food? I don't want to go to bed. It's very simple. It's one huge chicken nugget. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com/slash/theboys50 and use code theboys50 to get 50% off. That's code theboys50 at factormeals.com slash theboys50 to get 50% off. Life can be ridiculous, but you know what's not funny? Getting ripped off, and Harry's agrees. So what we want to talk about today with... Sorry, you said Harry's or Harry? I said Harry's. we, We always talk about Harry's first, and then we talk about you, clean Harry, uh, who are sort of our new... Noted. Mascot, I don't know. Note for, taken. For this campaign. Talk about Harry's first. Okay. What we want to talk about is something funny that happened to you recently. Great. A ridiculous or fun situation that you were in okay. recently. Uh, That's the prompt, and that'll take us into discussing the product. Particularly how great funny, the product funny to me or funny to just anyone? I, I mean, do you... 
you feel like there's a difference there? Like you? Yeah, I mean, I've had things happen to me that I suppose you would find funny. Okay, but that you didn't find funny, and and well, you have no, things, not really. And you have things that have happened that you would find funny, but the rest of the world would not. Yeah, I guess I'm interested in that one. That I would find funny. Yes, but that others would not find funny. You seem to think that you have like a specific taste. When it comes to what's funny or ridiculous that is not. I ordered a, um, like a scented spray for my pillow to help me sleep at night. Like a lavender scent. Okay. And uh, they, they accidentally sent me two. Okay. So you understand that most people would not find that funny or ridiculous. But mm-hmm. but you but you do. I just had a, a little chuckle about the mix up at the at the shipping okay. uh, warehouse. <laughs> Harry saw customers getting screwed over by questionable That's overpriced, a come up. overpriced shaving products. Clean Harry on the come up. And decided to do something better. Instead of charging the same stupid high prices, Harry's found their own way to Double make be- scent bottle. beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of other big brands. Exceptional BOGO, products, baby! Exceptional products, honest prices. I don't. Is there a BOGO as part of this? Because I don't want to be like talking about no, but uh, that's deals what happened. that are No, uh, but I, Clean Harry, Punk, actually Harry's, got two bottles. Buy one, get one. Their deodorant, their lotion, their body wash, their hair gel, all very high-quality products. They all smell great. German engineer blades made in their own factory. They stay sharp longer. You get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash the boys. Highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. No risk trial. Don't like your shave. No worries. It's on them. Getting ripped off isn't funny do you want to hear what happened to me that you might find yes funny, uh, yes sure but that you didn't yeah so you're attuned to, to this stuff i got my foot stuck in the dryer at the laundromat and it somehow turned on and you know that that was what something other people would find funny based on well the responses you were you were getting a lot of people inside that laundromat seemed to find it pretty humorous when my legs started spinning around and flipping me over. <laughs> what happened was I was holding my laundry basket with both hands and I saw, ooh, still a sock left in the dryer. Mm-hmm. So I stuck my foot in and tried to pick it up with my little toesies. I wear sandals. Punk. And as I'm picking it up, I just sort of tripped and my foot got wedged in between. There's like slats in there and stuck inside there. And then... I don't know who, somebody pushed the button or what, but it turned on and the thing starts flipping over and I'm flying in circles. Help, punk, help me, you punks. Are your clothes staying in the basket or are you going fast? No, no, no. I'm wearing all of them by the end of the cycle. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash the boys. That's harrys.com slash the boys for a $3 trial set. Hey guys, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. You can see all your subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. The subscriptions are insidious. They're the scourge of our modern life, and you never realize what you're subscribing to or that you're still being charged. I know that I was... About 19 dresses into receiving each one of the 27 Mm -hmm. dresses from the movie 27 Dresses before I found out how much it was costing that they intended to send me, by the way, this will shock you, 54 dresses if I did not cancel. And- I you know I you go, oh, also well, that one's got an end by like dress fourteen fifteen I think it starts to become clear like these aren't the dresses oh no they were not from the movie they didn't resemble anything from the no. movie they were not they were either way too big or way too small for a human to wear yeah and one of them was a dressing yeah one of them was a was it a fr- was a what, vinaigrette was a it was a raspberry vinaigrette. It was a French raspberry dressing. vinaigrette dressing. Ugh. 
They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They have over 5 million users and have helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. And that was, I mean, just to be fully transparent, that $500 million was most of that was the the dresses well yeah i mean you're talking about hollywood memorabilia you're talking about like ornate gowns you know in some cases and so that was uh yeah that was costing me a lot a lot a lot stop wasting money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash the boys that's rocketmoney.com slash the boys rocketmoney.com slash the boys VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hollywood handbook. That's good. That's a, this is a really good start this for... Is for stories, right? That's a good story. I told yes, you. Yeah. For the 18 cra- even crazier stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we're doing today. Oh, Calendar Girl and 18 Crazier Stories. Those are the two. We did auditions. We, uh, we've, we've dabbled in set life before. Yep. You've been on some very funny sets uh, with some notorious pranksters. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything from Chris Pratt. Any improvisations like, that didn't make the yeah. final cut. <laughs> some real goofs that just like did you ever break on camera chris pratt i mean mike mitchell told a story on here the other day where he said chris pratt was mean to him when he announced as a total unknown on this set so when no one is like paying attention to her no one was asking that, walked into the room and just like called all the attention to him and said that he was going to get a doritos locos tacos later and chris pratt said cool man yeah, which Mitch, a, apparently Mitch has taken as like this huge uh, insult offense. to him. Yeah, I believe w- what he's leaving out because I was there that day is that Chris <laughs> was mid sentence. It was telling a really sad story about something that happened to a friend of his and Mitch sort of shoved him in the chest and went like, I'm getting a Doritos Locos taco later. <laughs> so that. Is some context that's missing, but like, did Pratt ever do something like that with you that, you know, felt pretty rude? Is anything at all, anything he ever said, we've yeah. learned that we, we, that we can interpret. And we as can like, get some burn off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'll, I'll say, um, I know you guys are trying to get volume here. So micro, yes. micro story, love yes. a Doritos Locos Taco. They're delicious. I get the vegetarian kind. So great. That's, there you go. Micro story. Not the, not the um, part of the story I would want to. I'm yeah. just letting yeah. you know. Um, and the answer, unfortunately, is no. Chris Pratt was always really, really, really nice to me. And but did he? Um, yeah, really but did he fun. do something that we can make it sound like it was? Yeah. Anything he ever said? Um, any conversation you ever had, even once? I mean, I think you know he like you can misconstrue any any kind of like how are you today? You know, like you can it can. Be he said. said oh, attitude. did he say that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. He did many times. He many times was yeah. he like, how are you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. How are you today? It's like, right. you tell me, pal. You obviously have your, an issue. Yeah. Right. But I wonder if it was something in your performance that was making him be like, who oh, knows? No. Maybe. So, He's like, trying to cut how you are down. you? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, like, is like something exactly going like, on with I'm, you? Yeah. 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 Like, I'm not well. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Uh, anything else with the taco, I guess, since that seems to be what you have more. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed to resonate with you more. Is there something? Um, I just had mag- something to something to pull there. from there. You know, I get it. I get it. I get a Doritos Locos Tacos Supreme, which just means that I think it just means that there's uh, sour cream in it. Mm-hmm. Um, supreme. It should be. Should mm-hmm. be supreme. Don't you hate it when people spell cream creme? Creme. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. That's only the for creme. Notorious creme fresh. Mm-hmm. But no, but also I see it in like because um, they're spelling fresh f r a i c h e as well. Yeah, right. That's so crazy. At that creme, point, creme I'm just like, what are we already, doing? It's another language, right? But the, I got I got these Oreo, uh, you know, not Oreos things, and it mm-hmm. said like 
sandwich crumbs and it's like yeah no mm. so mm-hmm. that's that's story number four for you how was jared leto well oh yeah how was he <laughs> oh boy <laughs> oh no and we seem to have stumbled upon a possible proprietary story kevin <laughs> kevin just like for all his the problems that he creates in my life. He is like kind he's of a, a problem solver. He's a dowsing rod. He's a sniffer. His sniffer ain't broke, thing. man. He's yeah. able to kind oh, of pick I, out your weak spots. I want to tell you this so bad, but I don't think I can. Say, okay, just leave out. Just tell a story about an anonymous person. <laughs> yeah, so we'll and cut out the name. leave out who it's about. <laughs> no, no, I don't think I can. Well, I probably can. Let me think. Let me think for a second. Let me Can just weigh us, the options of like. How's this? Can you tell us because we're kind of getting nothing with these stories you told and you're sort of just talking about food, which is, a, is sort of like a Mike Mitchell thing. Hey, I'm not Can the you interviewer. It's uh, not my fault. Never, thankfully, uh, I know that. And I am going to guide you now with a question okay. that is going to get us somewhere. Can you tell us a fake story about a fake actor that could have happened on set but didn't? And then we can... <sighs> we can in turn pretend or apply meaning to that story so that we act like we got something out of you that we can actually use for the show. You just make me do all the work. It's the thing. Like, I believe me. I know well, we I had to set up this. this. We had to set up a whole Patreon. We had to put our bank account in it. Yeah. yeah. I don't get paid for any of this. And you guys are just making me do all the work. We offer um, task rabbit discounts. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then the poor task rabbits don't get paid. Well, it's me. So oh, you know. oh, okay. Yeah, I'm Kevin's the only one on there. I'm okay still. with that. Nobody else is um, using it. No, it's I, a dating I, I, site you know what? Him. I will tell you the Jared Leto story, and I and I will tell it. I will tell it to you, and it is proprietary. Although I reserve the right to tell it elsewhere if I fucking want to. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> did you just meow? <laughs> wow. wow. No, this is our own Wilson Wow we do when somebody wow. really spills oh, the tea. Oh, oh, I thought he wow. meowed. Wow, So um, Kevin, I think, is asking about Jared Leto because I, I worked with him on this movie called The Little Things that came out earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And um, I, if you saw that movie, um, not only was I, 75% of the things I did get cut from that movie, mm. uh, supposedly for time. But uh, but also, uh, there's only one scene in which I interact with um, Mr. Leto, who mm-hmm. famously is a, a method actor, mm-hmm. um, and in this movie is playing um, somewhat of a psychopath. Um, yeah. And so, uh, so mm. I, he was not um, hanging out with the other actors. He uh, wanted to walk through the set from the back, uh, so I didn't see him beforehand. And then I had a scene with him face to face. He did not, um, he only said hello to me um, in his creepy psychopath voice once after we had start mm. started shooting already. Uh, did you say hi back? No, I- You didn't say anything weird? I don't know that I was the weird one in that situation, <laughs> but I, just didn't understand how to be a human being uh, that could retain my own self-respect if I played into um, somebody pretending to be a psychopath with me when the cameras were off. Mm -hmm. Um, I I won't say he wasn't mean or anything. He was, Mm -hmm. uh, he was just very, very into his character and I guess his character also is a character that um, never would say his lines, right? So then, like, he sure. also decided not to say any of the scripted lines, which left me as the actor somewhat confused as to how to respond. But it all worked out. He's actually, I think, the best part of that movie, um, although I really enjoyed working with Rami as well. But he's he's very good in that movie. But, yeah, that was um, an odd... And then he uh, he also got... Uh, he also left through the back. So I, I had an entire day and scene with him in which the only interaction was a um, a psychopath version of him smiling at me Hello. Uh, from behind a, a, a gate saying, hi, and, um, and I didn't quite know how to respond to that while, uh, you know, not 
hating myself later. So I think I just said nothing. I think I just stared and was like, what? And then, mm. um, and then that was that. So that's my Jared Leto story. I don't, I don't know him that well at all. That's the most I know. Because you've I, never seen him. Well, I guess I've, I don't know him. I only know, I only you know, only know the psychopath, Sparma, mm-hmm. the character that's in Sparma. this movie. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, there's sort of like these terms, like people will talk about an Irish goodbye, and that mm-hmm. this was the psycho voice hello. And, Correct. And it's you know it's similar where you don't really get to interact. But what you did have said was nothing, which I think is commendable. Uh, what I did have said was nothing? What, what I yes. did have said was, was nothing. nothing. Yes. Mm. Mr. Birbiglia would applaud that. He My, would be uh, jealous, Mike, oh, There's a plan B for you. I mean, honestly, plan B for you uh-huh. is check out some of Birbiglia stuff. Yeah. Plan Birbiglia. Yeah. that's That'll plan your whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Let me take this um, little story and uh, try to help you because that's part of what we do here as well. Now, there's not a person among us who didn't think franchise when they saw that film. (laughs) And I have a feeling this will not be your last scene with Mr. Jared Leto in psycho voice mode. Yeah. So let's just run through some scenarios. Hayes and I will do psycho voice. Okay. <laughs> and you can and you can sort of respond to us uh and and it'll feel, you know, more familiar and more easy and comfortable when you do show up on set the next time. Right. So I'm not so so uh taken aback by that. Yeah, okay. I would I mean I I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Is Sparma his first name, last name, or is, or is his middle name and Hayes, his name did you, is, did you not watch or is, the movie? Or it's his middle name and his name is Chicken Sparma Jod. <laughs> Hayes, you didn't watch the movie? It, it had three Oscar winners in it. Did they say that in the movie? Um, they, say, they, they said that, that? All, all around the movie, not in the actual movie, but they definitely okay. make it known in all of the promotion of the movie. And then my name is also there, but really tiny. I had to turn it off because I thought it was going to be about the Bush song off that album, Sixteen mm-hmm. Stone, that little thing. I song. thought it was going to be about the Good Charlotte song. <laughs> so, so you were disappointed. Yeah. What's your favorite? Hey, Sean, real I was quick, pissed. What's your- can I ask what your favorite song off of Sixteen Stone is? You're going to make me pick. I I am. I want to know. I mean, I was a big Bush fan too. Do you guys want to hear about the Jesus. time I met Gavin Rosdale? <laughs> Now we got something wow. good going. <laughs> he said hi the same way. Hi. <laughs> hi. Um, I mean, the easy answer is obviously glycerine. I oh, got into it through everything Zen because that was like what got me like, who is this? I got to see this. Uh. But just because I'm such a big sports guy and probably the best sports song of all time is Machine Head. Machine Head is a great song. Isn't it weird that they play that at stadiums now? It's very strange, but I do like yeah. that song. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come Down. Come Down's my Boy, favorite that's a on thinker. That. Oh, you yeah. just sit down and stare at the speaker when that comes on. Just let <laughs> sure. it wash over you. Sure this do. person's telling you something for real, for real. Yeah. What's that? Um. What was that like? guy that sat in a chair and got blown away by sound in that ad for like speakers. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Ad for? That's Dilbert. That's why his ties that are like that. Dilbert. <laughs> that's permanently stuck his tie like that. <laughs> I did miss well, you. Well, you met Gavin Rossdale? I did yeah, meet tell Gavin us Rosdale. about Gavin. I met Gavin Rossdale when I was, I want to say like 15. And, wow. And I was That's very, the time to meet him. Very, very, very uh into Bush. And my friend, um, my friend went uh with me and insisted that we go really, really early. And it was in like West Palm Beach. I'm from Miami, so it was a few hours away from my house. And um we got there and we we pulled up to the thing and nobody was there. We pulled up to the tour bus and the tour bus was there, and there was a crowd of people hanging around the tour bus, and I was like these people just want to go inside. We shouldn't bother these people. We shouldn't like, this is a weird way to meet someone. I felt very strange about it. Um, And all these people were waiting around for them to get out of the tour bus. And I was like, I don't like this. I'm going to go, I'm going to just hang out back here. 
And there was a back door to the tour bus and they all came out the back door and Gavin Rosdale saw me and I went, <gasps> and he, he put his, you know, his finger over his mouth and went, shh, and then walked in the back way. No one will ever believe you. Um, I know. <laughs> and then, and then, um, and then I was like, starstruck, very, very starstruck. And then, um, I went back around to tell my friend and my, of course, as you said, no one believed me. Um, and I was like, they're wow. not, they're not here. It's okay. We, we, we can go. And, and so we, we left, we went and got hey, some stuff. Can I just say, yeah, he asked you not to tell anyone. Uh, no, he said, be quiet right now. I, that's how I interpreted mm -hmm. it, which is what I did. No, I let them get inside means, safely. I let them get inside this, safely. Even this now. No, we no, did no. want I'm you sorry. to tell no, no, stories. No. We did want you to tell 10 to 15 stories. Thank we did you. not want them to be a betrayal. No, no. I think someone shushing icon. you. Someone shushing you means do not make noise right now. It does not mean don't tell this story ever. This is a secret never, forever. Yeah. Right. I, I, no. I think your listeners. Then that really was the only time you met Gavin because. When, no, because it gets if better. You knew, okay. <laughs> it gets better, you guys. I'm in a Bush music video. Wow. I am. So then we went we went and got some snacks and came back and hung out because there was nothing else to do. And there was no mobile phones at the time. And um and then they actually came out and said hi to everybody and Gavin Rosdale recognized me and went, Hey, and weren't you back there? And I was like, Yeah. And he talked to me for a little while. And I used to wear these these um these little tiny thin rings on my thumb and I gave him one. And um, we took a picture together, but I had a disposable camera and my friend who was there said I was smiling too hard. So I corrected my smile. That picture can be found on my Instagram account. Um, it's at Natalie Morales loves. You can check it out if you'd like. My smile is terrible because I had just been told I was smiling too hard. At um, Natalie Morales loves. That's an edit, correct? What do you mean? That wasn't, of course, the original title for the Instagram. Right. The original title was Natalie Morales Loves Free Stuff, but I felt that that was okay. you know, very materialistic, so I changed mm -hmm. it. Because I do just love also. So then I gave him that ring, and then I saw him wear it on TRL like two days later, and I was really excited. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It, it was stuck? It was, you know, or he liked it, one or the other. How far do I have to scroll down to see this? I mean, I, got I mean, you'll see it. It's a, it's a very young me. It's a very young me. I know, but like how long ago? Like, like a couple years ago. I don't know. There's not that many things oh. on my on my Instagram. Yeah. A couple years ago. Couple you don't have to do it ago. now. You could be a good host and just engage with me. Hey, I'm drowning over here. Man. Here it is. Yeah. Whoa. Hayes found. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You look really pissed. Yeah. The smile is bad because uh, I was told to correct it's it. It's not right a before. smile at all. You no, look it's really bad. upset. Yeah. I look, I look mad, but he was very nice to me and I liked mm -hmm. him very much. Well, I guess that reminds me of a story that I don't know oh, if I've ever brother. told before. <laughs> Maybe I have where I went to see Bush in concert, second live concert ever. First one was live. A little confusing. You saw live live? I saw live live. Yes. Okay. Ed came out. No shirt. Did all the songs he wanted to do. Rode around on a wheelchair on stage for some reason. Don't know what that was about. But it was something to do. Anyway, I go to see Bush. I buy the shirt. Buy a long sleeve t-shirt. Leaving. Wear the shirt to eighth grade a couple times. No big deal. Uh, not looking to get compliments, but letting people know, yeah, your boy went to a concert. Little later on, some people buy the pencil sharpener talking about Going to see the Fugees, potentially. I say, oh, hey, I might be into that. Casey shoves me. Nice try, Bush boy. <laughs> <laughs> you you had declared your allegiance. That's right. Fugees Bush aren't boy. the band for you. Bush boy. Hey, I got a suggestion to rearrange a couple of the letters. That's the band you want to go see, the Goofies. <laughs> uh. Natalie, you had something off of Bush Boy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was going to say Bush Boy and Calendar Girl, but I, I yeah. you know, mm -hmm. I like but, Bush Boy. I mean, I, I know that it probably really hurt you at the time, but I think it's something you can be proud of now. Now, yes, very proud yeah. to have been called Bush Boy. And by the way, and by the way, and by the way, Casey. 
nice guy. Hope he's doing well. Yeah, I don't. I you hope know, he rots in he was hell. Trying to, he was trying to figure it out like everybody else. And later that year when I got hit by a car, he told me that he thought about maybe giving me some free weed. Oh. Casey making to, up for his mistakes. Man, when I heard you got hit by that pickup truck, I thought maybe I'd bring by a little of the green stuff and ease the pain for you. Hey, Sean, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you've <laughs> talked about it on this podcast because I don't listen to it, but have you talked about the story of you getting hit by a car before? Because that seems like a good story. And maybe you can just, you know, fill fill one of my story slots with that. You say so it's it Natalie. Your story. And you kind of add like some like career specific details. And Natalie's but driving otherwise... the truck. Oh, OK. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it's you and Natalie in the story. I like yeah. That. So it's like, maybe Natalie, I, I don't know if too. you know this. We met before. Right. You were wearing that bush shirt and I was driving that truck. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So I had just grabbed a slice of pizza with my neighbor and uh, I was walking across. Hey, can, uh, can Sean uh, come out? I was wondering if uh, Sean would like to go get <laughs> was the pizza. his neighbor a very old man. <laughs> hey, uh, is Sean home? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Mr. Davenport. <laughs> and here I am just moseying along in my truck. Hey, Mr. Davenport. Oh, sure. I could go for some pizza. Hang All on. Right, let me man. just pause the basketball diaries. <laughs> All right. My car's been taking, taken away, so we're going to walk if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll take the shortcut through the railroad tracks, and then we'll just jog across Route 10. No big deal. There's never any trucks on that street. I'm really fast, so I'm I'm gonna be okay. I know that much. I'm blasting <laughs> the Fujis in my truck. So you're driving your truck down down the railroad tracks. Um, Sean, where am I driving my truck through? I guess I guess it's possible that you were trailing us the whole time. I was trailing you. I was blasting the Fujis because I couldn't hear or see anything. That's how loud the music was. It's so loud, and you sing it so passionately. You, your eyes are closed while you're driving. And also, when you're driving on the railroad tracks, you don't really need to look. You know, you just feel your mm-hmm. way through because it guides mm-hmm. you. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. the tracks. Yeah. So then, yeah, so we get to the pizza. Oh, what are you having, Mr. Davenport? It's on me. I know you left your wallet at home again. Oh, I'll just have uh, just a handful of cheese for me, please. Okay, so Mr. Davenport's going to have the usual and... uh well, I'll get a grape soda and we finish eating mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, uh, do you want to not take the railroad tracks home? Uh, maybe we should go on the street where it's a little lighter. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's go. I definitely definitely what I care about is it being light. So let's. Uh, yeah, I'm tired of driving on this railroad tracks. I'm going to make this turn and drive on the street now. Doesn't that truck look familiar? Wasn't it behind us on the railroad tracks? I'm going to go see if they're lost. Hey, do you need any help? I hope she doesn't. I know the town pretty well. Just me. So what happened to you, Sean? Did you break anything? Did anything happen? Did by any chance you break your face or anything like that? I did, yeah. Anything I as interesting the, as that? I broke the orbital bones around my eye. Um, oh, okay. Sliced through my eyelid so I could close my eye and still see. Uh, sliced through, you know, my leg. Damaged the growth plate of my left leg. Um, uh, then had a seizure and, you know, had sort of no, like, uh, kind of breathing brain activity. But you're here. You made it. You're okay. It's fine. Okay, well, when it's you okay. told that story, Sean said he was sorry that that happened to you <laughs> on your episode. But he's fine. But I made fun of you afterwards. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. Kevin's oh, better than fine. Go. I got Natalie Morales on the podcast oh and her movie God. comes out tomorrow. Kevin says you have to leave. I do, you guys. I, okay, I, let's I, play Calendar Girl. What is it? What do we got? Oh, you want to know? Yes. It's actually very exciting. May 24th. 
the six, two the two stars oh, of my the two stars of my movie are coming over to watch it for the first time. They have not seen it yet, oh and I'm very excited God. to show it to them. How many times have you watched it? It's too late for them it. to do anything about it now. It comes out tomorrow. Right, yeah. I've watched it uh, hundreds of times, um, yeah. but it. I think it's very good, and I'm very proud of it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Hope I agree. I hope you do, too. I think you will. And you I hope can... you both do. I hope all the listeners do. I hope everybody does. How do it's, we? It's how do very, they... very rated R, just so you know. Very rated R. Okay. Just so you know. Is there any way that they can like buy the ads, buy stuff from the ads to like help for like, or to be like, I love this movie so much. I'm getting even more Hulu. Yeah. Like, yeah to, you could like, get, you, know? you could get the, isn't there like an ad free version of Hulu and a non ad version yeah. of Hulu? Yeah. You could get that, I guess. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I, I, you could just watch it. I think you, that'd be fine. You could watch it and okay. then like talk about yeah, it a lot it. about like how you think it's so great. And all yeah. Of that, you know? Is there a hashtag it. for it? I've been using hashtag plan B movie because as we discussed earlier, it can be confused with plan B the pill. So plan B movie, hashtag plan B movie. That kind of sounds like B movie. Plan B movie, you know. Yeah, but it kind of sounds like a plan about B movie. No, it's not. No, because B movie has two E's after the B. B movie. Plan B from and outer space. And it's what about. Does it sound an like. Plan what does B it from sound like? It sounds like Plan B movie. That's what I say. Beam. And that's exactly what I'm saying. So we agree. Bye. <laughs> Hollywood handbook. This week on the Patreon, Carl and Hassan discuss the Super Bowl shuffle. The boys have some fun talking to David Reese, and the flagrant ones are catching up with their friends Jake and Amir. Check out these bonus podcasts and videos of the full episodes at patreon.com slash the flagrant ones. Hollywood handbook. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>